Welcome back to TV Tangents, where we talk about all things classic TV. Today on the show, we're discussing season 12 of the nighttime soap opera, Dallas. Natalie, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, Rebecca. I'm always ready for Dallas. been a minute since i finished the end of this season and i remember telling you that i didn't even realize i saw the last episode (laughs) because yeah i mean you told me that there was i mean it it was pretty finalized i guess but i really was like the next day i was at the gym and i'm like oh i'm gonna keep watching dallas and it was like you want to watch season 13 episode one i was like I don't, because I have a time. I was like, oh, no. Are we done? I was like, I couldn't believe it was done. So. That is funny, because when I got to, like, the second to the last episode, I was, I I felt like, this isn't wrapped up. Yeah. What are the, I yeah. didn't even realize I was at the end. And, yeah, I guess it was more, I, I always kind of expect more cliffhangery, maybe. Yeah. Is that, is that a new word that I just Yeah, that didn't created? happen, though. It um, was, like, wrapped up so that, oh, wait, here's oh, the Our bartender's group. here. Bartender. Thank, come on come in, on sir. Come on in, bartender. Come on in, sir. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Do you want to say hi to the audience? Hi, all. Oh, our bartender. <laughs> thank you, thank sir. You, sweetie, Appreciate it. You. Close it all the way. Oh, and open my beer, so we had to have the bartender bring me a bottle opener. Can't do this, the Dallas's without the beers. I know, this is, so, we, well, we're hoping this is going to be okay. I just finished red wine, and now I'm going to drink an island IPA called Hanalei. Hanalei. It's a Kona Brewing Company, so I think it, I think you'll like it. I don't know why you're so scared of it, but whatevs. Ooh, ooh, it's good. good. I was oh, afraid see? it was going to be too sweet, but see? you're right. It's an IPA. I should have known. So what I do is I go to the grocery store where the, you can pick a uh, six pack mm-hmm. of whatevs, yeah. and I just grab random things that I think I'll like. I love and it. So I grab that one. I need to do that more. I don't do that nearly enough. So we're in season twelve. Uh, it's 1988 and early 1989, and just to let you know that. It's been many years since the beginning of this show. Mm-hmm. It's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. So people maybe ha- didn't watch the beginning and maybe they didn't weren't even around for when JR got shot. Oh. So there are a lot of flashbacks in this season. There were a lot of flashbacks. Mostly towards the beginning, I think. Yeah. And I think and we'll get to this towards the end why they probably did that a mm-hmm. lot uh just because we've been doing every season of Dallas and people have uh, left who've been on for you know a significant amount of time depending um it happens in every show people come and go um so we'll kind of touch on that towards the end and that's kind of why i think there was a lot more of the um flashbacks for mm-hmm. sure we come into this season sue ellen is in the police station talking about how she shot jr after mm-hmm. he threw her boyfriend big hair off the balcony what yes. was his name uh, Nicholas Pierce. Nicholas. He threw Nicholas Pierce. They were fighting in JR's room or whatever. Yeah. Was it JR's room? 
Yep. And well, they came in over. because Jr. has taken John Ross and hidden That's him right. away. Yeah. And Sue Ellen was dating Nicholas and came in at the end of uh, season eleven. Hmm. And they broke in, and she's like, you're going to tell me where my son is. And Nicholas was about to help with all this, and he's all, hey, oh, oh, hey. And, uh, <laughs> and so he comes in, and then they struggle, of course. And everybody struggles onto the balcony, mm-hmm. and then Nicholas yeah. gets thrown over. Tip, and, people, if you're going to fight somebody, yeah, stay off stay the balcony. Stay away from the windows and the ledges. Um, and then Sue Ellen shoots JR and then calls the police and reports a double murder. Yeah. And it's, I was like, oh my God. She's like, hi, I'm a Ewing. Yeah, I hi, I just killed somebody and it's fine. Um, and I did read, so Sue Ellen was disappointed when she finds out that JR's not dead. Mm-hmm. Because she shot him and she just like, she's assuming, and he, again, this is the second time he's been shot on the series. Um, and this mm. time he definitely it, didn't this get is it. This is the third time. Is it the third time? I swear he was shot early on in an early season. It could be. When he and Jock were like out in the wilderness or something. Oh, I don't man. even know. Did he get shot on that trip? I don't know. I, I just, can't remember. You're right, though. I swear he gets shot all yeah. the time. JR was barely hurt in the shooting, and no one cares that Nicholas died. <laughs> no, no, we never mentioned Nicholas again. No, it's just like that. I, I mean, mean, it comes up a little bit yeah, later, well, yeah. but only his family. Yeah, because his family is like... Yeah, but so that I was, was a, okay that was, with it. I mean, we can mention that because it was a very small storyline yeah. that uh, the family who was on the season prior... Um, mm-hmm. Who, which, by the way, and I forget that guy's name. It's not coming to me. No but idea. He, but he played Harper Devereaux in Days of Our Lives years ago. He is uh, Nicholas's father in real life, and he's the one who was like hiding from the mob or whatever. Um, so they he tracks Jr. down because he's mad. And he finds out pretty sure that uh, he killed his son. Yeah. And then that ended up going away. So it wasn't really a yeah, huge there, deal. There but was, that's the only time he's mentioned. It was like one episode, and then yeah. they're like, "Man, it's fine." They're like, "We don't care." So Ray and Jenna are no longer in the opening credit sequence. Yeah. But now Lucy and April are mm-hmm. because Lucy shows up again. Yeah. Um, Bobby and Clayton are on the ranch talking about how Clayton now owns half of Southwark. And I'm wondering, did anybody think that Clayton pulled like a long con where he just mm-hmm. like got in with with Miss Ellie to get part of her <laughs> ranch. It's just crazy. Maybe. And then a helicopter shows up to tell Bro- Bobby that Jr. has been shot. Yes. Because that's how we do it on the ranch. That's how. And when you're rich oil men, and yeah, and your ranch is apparently miles long, and yeah. you know whatever. It's uh, in 1988. Why don't you have satellite phones? That's true. I mean, we've only seen a few times where there's some few car phones here yeah. and there. Of course, especially when somebody's on the phone and then has to run their car into a tanker truck so that they <laughs> got it. Um, so they they have to be on the phone. Um, the helicopter comes out to give the news, which I always love. And JR is in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And the doctor tells him he has two clean gunshot holes. Yeah. They didn't hurt anything. So he's fine. Yeah. But he plays it up yeah. to Bobby. He makes him set up the room so that it looks like he's dying. So they'll worry about him. And then he's all, oh, Bobby, Bobby, is that you? <laughs> and Bobby is so like, oh, this is JR, JRing. So I am yeah. so over this. And Bobby yeah. plays into it for yeah. a second. Because JR is making a whole sad speech. Yeah. And Bobby's like, mm hmm, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he starts laughing at him. <laughs> He's like, oh, really? And then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Oh, I love Bobby so much. So Pam 
died in the horrific accident that you mentioned earlier. But then they've gotten clues that she may still be alive. Okay, but she didn't die. Okay. She left the hospital, remember? Like, that all happened... Like, yeah. Okay, cut this out. Hold okay. on. Start over. <laughs> I thought she died. <laughs> okay. So Pam is, you know, Pam like escaped from the hospital and we mm-hmm. find out she left a note, of course, that she, um, th- Bobby and Christopher just wouldn't want to ever see her like that. Because she was so disfigured. Yeah. And I do have to mention, because I was recently listening to our recap of season 11, when, um, <laughs> Christopher thinks everything is because he's adopted. Yes, that <laughs> poor makes me child. so sad. So he thought that's why she left too. Oh my god, so sad. I, I feel um, like nobody really ever sets this child straight. I know. I feel so bad. For Maybe Teresa takes Teresa's, care of it. I don't she's know. just all about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Cliff finds out from uh, is it Jeremy Wendell? I believe no, not Jeremy Wendell. Um, oh, who's that other oil guy that's annoying? Um, <laughs> Oh man, you know, know that you guys know who I'm talking about. He's always yeah, in with what's know, her name, the, the other, you know. Sli- uh, you know, the other. Um, so <laughs> what he tells Cliff that he saw Pam in Europe, maybe, and uh, swears it was her, like mm-hmm. saw her, and you know, knows that it was her. Um, so he and April, Cliff and April, go off to find Pam. Yeah, to look for her, and, and they find her. Yeah, and they find her, and um, it's. I, you know, when somebody's on a series and they're a long-running actor or actress, I, even for this part of it, even to be wrapping it up in a tidy little bow, I don't like it when somebody new comes on. But I feel like if they're gonna, so they find her and she's just a different actor. Right. But he knew it was her right away. It wasn't like it was a question. And this was... But, like, why not just replace Pam with this person? Right. Why do we have to go through this? This is Margaret Michaels. She makes one appearance, as it says, former main character Pamela Barnes-Ewing. She's in a doctor's... I mean, she meets up with Cliff, and she basically tells him also that she's dying. And that she's met... And she met this, but she, she met, met the this, doctor. Or no, no she that's doesn't. What it is. She doesn't say she's dying. She says she she's met, in love with the doctor. That's right. I I converse that because she actually is dying. Allegedly, <laughs> right? Right. Right. And, and the doctor's like, "Why'd you do they're that?" They're going to get your married. Brother? Yeah, yeah. Because she'd rather they think she's out there somewhere, not giving a crap about them, than that then, she's dying. Right. And put them through that again. First of Excuse all, me. you have a very little boy who loves you, who you abandoned. <laughs> yes. It's better for you to die than to abandon your child. Right. For him to think for the rest of my life, my mom didn't love me. And this woman is not hideously disfigured. No, not she at has all. like a little scar. Pam, yeah. you know what? I'm done with you. Yeah. That really, yeah, it's very sad. And I just was like, yeah, okay, that storyline's over because Pam's crazy. And Cliff goes back and tells Bobby that he didn't find her. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why any of this is necessary. It really wasn't. I mean, I think they were just trying to wrap it up. But yeah, and that's, yeah, that part was crazy. And April ends up telling Bobby the truth that Cliff Mm -hmm. lied to him because she's mad that Bobby had uh, rejected her or whatever as far as like a relationship goes early on. So that was... So Bobby does find out that she's allegedly met somebody. And he keeps rejecting April. And then he runs into an old friend, Tammy, who I feel like I'm supposed to know. She was on previously. Like she had been on... Yeah, a couple seasons or whatever. And... It's very interesting because then I think it was like, 
did he was he still with Pam? I can't remember, but she like she's like a high school or college flame. Yeah. So they had a history, of course. Um and, and she, again, it feels like the beginning of this season, they're just trying to make episodes. Yeah. There's not a lot going on. And then John Ross got into a fight at school because the kids were saying mean things about his daddy. But he's in fourth grade. <laughs> so what do fourth graders know about oil drama? I'm thinking that their parents say, oh, yeah, mm. I'm at JR. And then these little boys hear it. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to beat you up. Kids they... are jerks. Kids are jerks. And, and he's just, he's yeah. living with Sue Ellen at well, her house. Yeah. And then he's all sad because well, he's Well, Lucy lonely. found him. She fa- Lucy That's ends up, right. she ends up finding him and she's like oh, Lucy hates Jr. and always has. Yes. He's her uncle, but like she does not like him. Mm. So she finds out. I think she finds out where he is and calls the school. And then she's like, "Oh, what are you going to do if Jr. finds out you didn't tell me his dad's in the hospital or whatever?" And they yeah. were like, "Oh, she must be correct. Then I guess I better hand John Ross to her." Yeah. And then she gives her him to Sue Ellen, and then they're living together. Even though um, John Ross, that's not like. He he's alone. He doesn't have any friends. Yeah. He's like he's got Christopher are really close, right? And so he so just wants to go back, yeah. and then he, she Sue Ellen takes him back to Southport, and we have seen this storyline before. Yes, and I love how there's a, a point finally where I think is it at that point when Jr. like gets out of the hospital, or maybe he was still in the hospital, and both Sue Ellen and Jr. don't press charges on each other. Which I was kind of like, is Sue Ellen pressing charges because of Nicholas? Like, so right, well, they're, they're kind of like, so what happened? And they're, they're both like, meh, we have a son. It right. doesn't matter. Some other guy died. Right. I guess we'll right. just move on. Right. It's just a <laughs> game they're playing. It really is. Oh, and God, then my eyes have a seizure because Mitch <laughs> shows up at Southport. <laughs> and then it's Lucy's husband and he's up. just as big a jerk as he's always been mm-hmm. and i can't stand his face yeah i remember seeing somewhere it wrote he comes back and it doesn't go well <laughs> no no yeah and lucy i think is just in this season just just to point out how much she hates jr and just to do yeah. things to get back to be him. part of things yeah she I, I don't i think it kind of does suck too though that they did all this where you know, she wasn't with Mitch, and then they got back together, and then moved off together, and now she's back, and now they're apart again. And I'm like, well, that's... And you're right. They end up, as we get into this, they use Lucy for to further other storylines, yeah. and it's... Yeah, I feel bad for her. She never really gets her own story. She is really kind of just like a, a character that comes in to do other things. Yeah. Which is sad for her, but... And then we meet character actor George Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Who plays mysterious Carter McKay, who buys Ray's house mm-hmm. and his land, um, and he he was in Naked Gun, and in Cool Hand Luke. So you guys would remember him from yes. that. And of course, Charade, which we've talked about. That's right. He wasn't Charade. Was in Char- I swear he's to you, he's the guy I've always why didn't known that come from up? Charade. Okay, always. Yes, and I don't know why that didn't come up when I was researching him because I was like. He could not have only been in the Naked Gun movie. That can't yeah. be the only thing I've seen him in. Yeah. And You're I think right. he was in a, probably a bunch of older things. But oh, sure. I, I, of course, know him from Charade just because I watched that movie hundreds of times when I was That's a kid. That's who that is. I, we talked about that we show, that movie that on movie. this show. Faux show. Faux show. Um, so he's shady and he dams up the creek. This character just goes back and forth. And mm-hmm. 
like he's good, then he's bad. Then he's well, good, then he's bad. It's very strange. So his kind of his arc of his story, yeah, he comes in, he's like all Mr. Nice Guy buys Ray's house. Well, then he dams up the is it like a river or whatever that's like so there's like this huge so the drought, cows don't get any and yeah so the the ewing cattle are having issues yeah so then it becomes this like back and forth well then it's because he wants to buy that um is it ewing 40 or whatever where they where he wants to drill some oil so that becomes a weird you know thing and then they're just fighting about it and i love at one point i think i wrote down um that these <laughs> I wrote crazy ass mercenaries and McKay. Yeah. And I'm like, mercenaries? <laughs> like what these guys, when they have this all out war, I mean, it's like these guys, yeah, like they're dressed in camouflage. And granted, these I mean this land is just gigantic, but it goes back and forth. And again, I didn't like that part. I mean, it was just such mm-hmm. a bizarre part of it. We like the relationship kind of things. Yeah. I mean, we do kind of gloss over a lot of the oil stuff. because I, like, I kind of snooze on the oil stuff yeah. most of the time. Miss Ellie wants Bobby to offer Cliff a position at Ewing Oil. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming this big thing. You know, Cliff ends up selling off uh, Wentworth Industries to uh, Jeremy Wendell. Again, oil stuff. Blah, blah, blah. snake. Yeah, we hate Jeremy Wendell. Wendell. So this all happened like in the first two episodes mm-hmm. that we meet uh, Carter McKay and the woman who lives with him who absolutely hates him. Mm-hmm. And what is she? Um, so Sue Ellen is well adjusted and she doesn't care that her boyfriend was murdered mm-hmm. by her husband or whatever. And she calls Cliff to have dinner with her because she wants to be seen in public with him so that JR is jealous. Yeah. But Cliff's just not falling for it. He's over her. He's over and that, yeah. Cliff's kind of at a point in this season where he's like, I really need to get a handle on my life. Yeah. He's kind of almost like, I'm out. over the feud. I'm over like, yeah. you know, he used to live for the, yeah. I'm going to get the Ewings. And now he's like, and maybe it has a lot to do with Pam and every, you know, and just where yeah. he's at. And I think they're kind of setting us up for appearances later in the season. So True story. Like with his his ways. Yeah, he's got to have a agenda. Mm-hmm. So this is when Bobby and Jr. take the boys on a trip to the typical TV hillbilly town, yes. which is a storyline in the monkeys a couple of times. Yes, exactly. It's very (laughs) small town, very, very hillbilly. Very hillbilly. And they're like totally cut off from the rest of the world. They have Mm -hmm. no idea who he is. Yeah. And this, I think, is where the season turned around and we start to get into the plot of the season. Mm -hmm. Because before this, it's just like, meh. Yeah. But now we're actually... Now we know what direction it's headed. Yes. Because they're there on a hunting trip with the boys, but there's like this little hotel that they're in slash, I think the bar is right there, kind of like hotels are anyway. It's a restaurant and like they're killing their food, except John Ross is a big disappointment to JR because he wasn't able to kill a bird. he couldn't kill anything. Yeah. And then they kill something and they take it to that restaurant and have them cook the I, thing for yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, it is small town. It's just happening. And then they go deer hunting, and JR is like, uh, there's your buck, son. Isn't it beautiful? Now kill it. <laughs> and John Ross is kind of like, Meh, Yeah, John Ross doesn't do want to do it. I thought he was having a moral crisis about, like, killing the animals and yeah. whatever, but it turns out he was just sad about disappointing his daddy. Yeah. Which is the way the Ewing boys are, right, right. I believe. Um, and this is where JR, the, so they have a waitress. And her name is Callie Harper. 
And JR meets and becomes infatuated with her. And she's this is so gross. Considerably younger than he is. We have no idea how old she is, but I think she's like 22 or something. I Yeah. And at the point, and at this point too, when you go back and look, I'm fairly certain I've looked it up. I mean, I think at the time the actress herself is like 26. Um, and Kelly's cute. She's a cute character, but this whole part in the town, yeah. I hated every minute of it's it. It's weird because in general, and the reason, I mean, she's obviously cute and JR's a womanizer, but like, it's because she's never been with anyone before. Exactly. And JR, you're just gross sometimes. He's just a, so con- like, she's a conquest for yeah. him and he's being more gross than he's ever been. Yeah. Like, cause you know, we all know JR, like, right? We're mm-hmm. 10 years in. It's you're, he is who he is, but it was more like, Oh, he's got a woman on the side and he's telling Sue Ellen how much he loves her. And then here's this woman he is sleeping with. And he so, was taking advantage of women yeah. who knew what they were yes, after. Yes. They were after him for a reason. Yes. And here, let me put you up in this apartment and now mm-hmm. I basically own you. And then and then he'd use women, yeah, to to do dirty work in the oil business for him. Find out. And he, they'd use him back. Yep. It was all crazy. And this was just Ick. Mm, Full yeah, ick. ick. Hate it. So kind of got what he deserved a little um, as we get into that part. He uh, he gets sent away to the penal camp. He, he does get sent away because, to the penal camp. So he, he gets caught in bed with Callie by her brothers mm-hmm. and they lose their minds. So of course gets con- he basically gets convicted of the big R and like it's it's insane. He gets put in prison. And nobody knows who he and is. And no one cares that he's Mm-mm. rich. No, he tries to bribe everybody. Mm-mm. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. man. He talks to one of the guards. And this guy, like, makes him believe that it's true. I mean, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you could set me up for life. They live in a mm-hmm. small town. They don't care. They don't care about money. He helps him escape. But he escapes to the brother's car. the brothers car. of Cali. Exactly. So, uh, but he's out there. And it's like, he... You're literally thinking like, and of course, everyone back home is like, "Mm, he's just, he found a woman, the end, we don't care about JR Nobody cares. John Ross is all sad that he can't reach his dad. And Clayton's like, hey, Bobby, isn't it weird that he hasn't called? And Bobby's all eyebrows. And he's Mm -hmm. like, he's been a little distracted, you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm saying? It literally, I wrote, so believing it to be due to a woman, the Ewings aren't very concerned (laughs) about his prolonged absence. I was like, oh my God. And this whole time, I mean, and this is going on. Of course, life is going on back home. Casey has returned. Oh, God, Casey. He's pretending like he struck it big on that whole worthless field that JR sent him. Yeah. Oh, and he goes and sees Sly at Ewing Oil. Mm-hmm. And he, she's all, oh, let's hang out. And he's like, uh, you'll always be a receptionist. Yeah. So, no. He was very stupid. And he has, like, kind of... Uh, He's convinced April to, like, kind of go in with him. Or they they started, like, a business together because he made it seem like he made a ton of money. Yes. So they're trying to start a company together. You know, Cliff joins Ewing Oil. So, again, like, this this, all this other stuff's going on. But now Casey is trying to, like romance lucy mm-hmm. because again she's a ewing and has all this money and so she doesn't know who starting. he is because no. she hasn't been around she wasn't around and she's like oh okay he's cute and he's my age and this is okay uh so yeah and that's and at that point that's when cliff does agree to join ewing oil and they're you know everything's changing back at the homestead while jr is still in jail 
uh, in Love Alabama. It. So much he happens is. while he's in jail. Like he gets divorced and doesn't even know it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, the whole like their divorce is like legal. Everything's going yep. on, and but that is when Bobby and Cliff are at the pool hall, and Bobby yes. meets Tracy Lawton, who is hustling people. She's a lady pool hustler, uh-huh. a pool hustler, who's a lady. Lady pool Can hustler. you believe it? I like it. It's the 1980s. Yeah, they're all like surprised. I'm going to open like, this. Oh, what's you ready? here? Sorry, this is my Prost. Your Prost beer. Dark lager. Yes, um, dark. So they're seeing each other. Yes. And What's her name? Kimberly? Uh, Tracy. No, Tracy. Sorry, Tracy. Kimberly is somebody else. Tracy. And she's, uh, you know, you can tell Bobby's a little, like, enamored. So that's, like, and then he sees her a few more times or whatever. Um, but at this point, this is when they discover, that's actually when they discover, right after this, that Carter McKay has dammed the river. And uh, the South Fork cattle have no water. So Ray comes back. Yeah. And that's when it's, like, you know, I was, like, oh, I'm so excited because, you know, he kind of, like, they just left at the end of the last season, him and Jenna. So, he comes back because, you know, when it's time to have a fight, all the boys got to be together. <laughs> um, and the Ewings blow up the dam. I was going to say something about Sue Ellen. What was I going to say? Oh, so, she tried, she was also, like, kind of talking to Jeremy Wendell about and he you know he's just like the slimy guy so he has westar or he used to own westar or maybe still does i can't even re- i can't ever keep up with what jeremy wendell is yeah. actually doing she has he- to sell him her stock um to raise money and she's still trying to just get jr so yeah. like she's in with him and again he's a snake even though later he's all like oh i would like this to be more than business yeah you know, he professes his robot love mm-hmm. for her he's, he's just gross. like we we can be together and we can be <laughs> a t- team and then he totally talks like he that. gives oh her a God. diamond tennis bracelet that she could have totally bought for herself yeah. and then she tells him how much she hates him yeah she's just kind of like yeah i think you this know. is more business but we're fine um yeah, and it's just yeah. I guess Jeremy is just. Uh, but meanwhile, <laughs> Jr. is still in the hillbilly town, mm-hmm. and he is forced to marry Callie. Yes, but he's fine with it because he's pretty sure he's still married to Sue Ellen. Yeah, so he so it's, it's just not going to no. be legal yeah. anyway. Yeah, but he doesn't know. Meanwhile, she's signing the papers, mm-hmm. and is not at all worried that Jr. is not there. And then he says to his new wife. I have a son and a family. What if they're worried about me? Yet they're not. They're not. They seem to not care. They do not care. And these brothers are still like, no, you're still staying here. So mm-hmm. you're going to marry her, but you're staying here. Yeah, you're going to live on our like, farm. Oh, yeah, we'll be great. And he ends up stealing the car, though, somehow. Yeah, he sets a fire and he hitchhikes yeah. to Texas uh, where there's a pay phone. And he doesn't call his family. He calls Sly. He calls Sly. In the middle of the night. I've always said, Sly has an interesting job. Like, she probably sits in the office most of the day. Mm-hmm. And then her boss calls her in the middle of the night. And I was yeah. like, pick me up in the boondocks and whatever. I, I kind of, you know, not going to lie. I'm so jealous of Sly's job. I'm kind Absolutely. of jealous of Phyllis and Sly. And then who's the girl who's, who's the front secretary oh, for the name. two secretaries? I, but I, and then yeah. there's Jackie who comes over too because she was Cliff's secretary. I love Jackie. I She's like one Jack. of my favorites. And her and Pam were like besties, you know, way yeah. back in the day. And she like just throws it back at Cliff all yeah. the time. Kendall. Kendall's the other Kendall, girl. Kendall, that's right. I do want one of those jobs. Because, Kendall's the pre-secretary to the three secretaries. Yeah, she's like, you can't get into the next yes. level. I need, I need to know what secretary you need to see. 
before you can come see the secretary. But, like, when Sly, Sly will just be like, I'm going to quit JR. And mm-hmm. he'll be like, oh, here's an apartment. Right. That's the job I want. Because for a while, she, like, helped Cliff spy way yeah. back in the day because yeah. he found dirt on her brother, whatever. But you're right. Her job is, I mean, they answer the phones. Mm-hmm. They probably print some stuff out. Mm-hmm. They make appointments. They get people on the phone. They file folders. And they file things. And they get coffee and alcoholic mm-hmm. drinks. Mm-hmm. And then they're allowed to just leave for the day whenever they come in and say, okay, Bobby, did you need anything else? Nope. You can just go home. Okay, bye. And then they leave. And then they probably get to go shopping. Yeah. And they probably, you know, granted, it's like the 80s. Maybe they make like $2 an hour. But it's <laughs> it's a great job. they have a job. lot of perks. And a lot of perks. And you, and you get to work with these guys. And... Sly probably got a lot more perks because, again, she gets called in the middle of the night. Yeah. She kept a lot, a lot of, of secrets. secrets. A lot so of secrets. So she definitely had the uh, the good job there. I'm definitely applying for this Although job. not all secretaries, of course, had because we want if we want to talk about Julie from season one who That's fell right. off a building. What was her name? Um, Anne Marg... No. No. Not Anne Marg- uh, Tina Louise. Tina Louise. I Tina was like... Sorry. Well, Anne Margaret? Nope. <laughs> I was going to be like, the movie star. Um, and the rest. <laughs> so Okay, okay tangent. sorry. Tangent. So then Ray and Bobby get into a classic bar fight because we can't have a season without Always. it. And then this guy gets shot dead, but not really. Like, it's a setup. Yeah. Right? I don't know. So many weird, bizarre things that are happening. And we still can't figure out, yeah, quite what the... You can tell there's like a weird Carter McKay angle and you never know what it is. He there's a scene where he shows up in the smallest helicopter I have ever seen. It looks like a ping pong ball, and he's like hunched over in it because he's like six five. Mm-hmm. And then he lands, and he's like, "I'm gonna rough you all up," and then he leaves in his little ping pong ball. And I love how it's all fighting and men and mercenaries and guns. And then when Miss Ellie shows up, she's the heavy. Yeah, like it's like, Miss Ellie it. is the you know, and it, which is great because. She loves Miss Ellie, and she's she the, she's the leader, um, and she stands up to Carter, and she you know she's like, she's thinking I'm gonna sell him what he wants because I'm so tired of the fighting mm-hmm. and everything else. And I do have to say, when I was researching this, um, there was a note that said the trailer for the episode um, when Jr. left the Harper house um, had him being confronted by an angry Rottweiler. However, no such scene appears on the show. Oh, I was no. like, dang it. Where were the Rottweilers? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was like, why is that all? That's I mean, really maybe weird. Maybe they just didn't want to show an angry dog for some reason. But yeah, I was like, okay, that's I weird. I want to so. see a cute yeah. little boober. No. So Casey now has conned Lucy into investing in his oil company mm-hmm. so he can pay his debt to April. And then April has found out that Casey's broke. So she tells Lucy, who she's never met, mm-hmm. that Casey is broke. And the two of them... Uh, just lost me. They like they those two conspire yeah. then to be like, oh, then we'll show him that yeah. we know because he's all like, oh hey, I need this money. Oh hey, I need mm. to move it around. He's all Casey is just way in over his head. He, I hate him. Yeah, I assume he left town after that because we never see him again. Yeah, right? he, yeah, he just kind of fades out, and it's like that's what's bizarre. Um, and we also have found out that McKay is Bobby's pool hustling girlfriend's dad. Carter realizes, so we kind of knew that because they had a weird relationship because I guess Tracy 
what didn't know how his relationship with her mom ended or something no bizarre. if she was mad at him yeah because her mom died in a car accident i don't really know something weird this family it's the whole weird. entire family 100%. is worse than the ewing yeah and she ends up like he like stalked her there and is all like turns into a blubbering mess when it comes to tracy because it's his daughter of course but yeah. like he gets all crazy and then at one point, she kind of decides, I guess, to forgive him. And he's trying to get her brother, Tommy. He's He got jailed or whatever. And he's like, I'm working on yeah, that. He's in jail. And they figure out how to, like, mend fences. And that's when Carter finds out that Tracy is seeing Bobby Ewing. Mm. And then he's completely rattled because he's like, I'm fighting with this guy and my daughter likes him. So now I got to change things up. It's this is bizarre. the most inconsistent character in this entire series. It Carter is. He doesn't make sense. And I couldn't remember, yeah, previously, like, how it went on. And I was like, oh, my God, it gets it gets bizarre. So. But we find out he's working with Jeremy Wendell. Yes. And all that oil stuff that I don't really and care about. And there's, like, this big trickery that happens. Because like, once, once he finds out about Bobby, they set up, like, a restaurant to do where they're like that's fine and miss ellie's like i'm gonna sell you this then and they all show up to whatever lawyer office and it was like ends up being a trick on jeremy wendell because then carter was in on it but with then i'm the, confused yeah. whose side is he on i, I know. don't understand well, because then, then he changes again right and yeah he's, i don't get it i mean he's still looking out for himself i'm sure um and so, then yeah. Jr. is seeing a therapist about his PTSD from the hillbilly jail. <laughs> yep. And he concludes that the lesson he learned was that he needs to be a worse person. That, yeah, he'll never want to be in a situation that money can't get him out oh, of. Oh, my God. And his, chair, his therapist is like, uh, what? Yeah. Um. So the... McKay's goons are fighting with Bobby and Ray again. And then Christopher comes riding mm. in on a horse. And the horse gets shot. And we think Christopher is dead. Yes. I was like, did Chris, you know, you like, did Christopher get shot? But he just gets right. bucked off. Yeah. And there's a gun battle. And in the end, McKay gives Bobby a sob story that sounds ridiculous. But yeah. Bobby's like, okay. Because uh, then Bobby learns that he's Tracy's father. Like that, right. that's when that, right. yeah. And it's a sob story. And he's like, yeah. already then. And my favorite McKay line to Jeremy Wendell is, shut up, Jeremy. You heard me. Shut your face. <laughs> shut your face. <laughs> I love it. That's so Yeah, mean. that's when I think they do their whole, like, lies to Jeremy and whatever. And he gets arrested. And uh, my Jeremy notes does. here, my notes here. Wait, it turns out McKay really was on the Ewing side and he double crosses Jeremy who's arrested. Right. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> this is how I, I know. make notes. I was going to say, I think I said the same thing. And I was like, <laughs> I have oh my no God, idea what's going on. Get arrested. Um, oh, and Casey. Now we're back to Casey and Lucy. Yeah. Casey offers to marry Lucy and move into South Fork. He's like, I'll move into South Fork. Yeah. And she's like, nah. They were keeping everything super slow. And then all of a sudden, she's like, wait a minute. You mm -mm. want to do what? And JR offered April to be a silent partner with a company. And that was a big weird thing, too. Like, that he wanted her, though, to start buying Westar stock. So, again, that all goes back to the oil stuff. And it gets crazy. And so many things that don't pan out. Yeah. And you're just like, why is this happening? And you mentioned earlier that's Tammy that used to date Bobby. Uh -huh. starts dating Cliff. Yeah. That was bizarre. And Sue Ellen is asking 
Cliff, like, I bet you wish you had kids once upon a time. And then Cliff's mm. like, hmm. So that's foreshadow, like, foreshadow. yeah, puts like a plot in our heads. Mm-hmm. Bobby and Ray then uh, end up having a proper goodbye while they're out on their horses because Ray's going back to Switzerland to be with his wife and kids. I, um, oh my gosh. I literally was like, you know, he was there for a few episodes and I knew the character wasn't going to stay on. Yeah. And so, but when he, then he does like his official goodbye as he's like leaving the driveway. At the I end. have that scene on our TikTok. If you want to uh, see his goodbye, it's on our TikTok. I think I saw it when you posted it and I had already seen it and I didn't cry any part of this season other than then. I was <laughs> I, like, I probably man. put it on Instagram too, huh? That's probably yeah, where you saw I think it. That is where I saw it. Okay. Um, yeah. It was sad. I, it was God, sad. I love Ray. But because yeah. you're like, it's not just Ray is leaving for Switzerland. It's mm-hmm. this actor is leaving the mm-hmm. show. And he's very much like, man, I grew up here. Yeah. And it was just, hey, now I'm going. So, yeah. So, so, so sad. But, um, and then Kimberly Kreider, the lady who wears too much lipstick, came back to visit Carter McKay. And yeah. I never really understood why, but maybe. I was working and not She's, paying enough attention. So her dad used to own Westar, it's right? Just That's weird. From I don't know. Past. Yeah, I don't you're know. right. So she kind of made a quick. Yeah, it was just like an appearance. appearance. Um. So now Callie shows but up. Our at South favorite, Fork. exactly. It's like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're all she, having breakfast or whatever. Bobby Ewing is my first of all. He's you your don't boyfriend. Oh, the Bobby's my boyfriend. He's your boyfriend. He when she comes into breakfast or whatever, she's like. I'm JR's wife. And they're all like, what? Yeah. And Bobby gets up smiling. Well, here, have a seat. Yes. He is the best. He's just like, this is the best thing ever. Yes. Yes. JR is such a moron. Yes. I'm like, and Miss Ellis. Oh, and Bobby had met her, of course, because he was That's in the town. That's right. Because so that he, was yep. the know what I mean lady, yep. where he was like, oh, he was distracted. And M- Miss Ellie's face is like, oh, my Lord, my son is really a piece of She's crap. like, did you marry this girl, JR? She talks to him like he's 12. Did you marry Did this you girl? Marry this girl? Uh, well, Mama, I don't think it was really real. He's all like stammering or whatever. He's like, I mean, I did, but I, I'm still married right. to Sue Ellen. And Mama's like, like oh, no. wait, wait, wait. He's all Russell, Russell, Russell. I swear he has the papers, and he's just like, you're divorced. Let's compare the dates. Yeah, he's all, I got receipts. Bobby's like, receipts. nah, I got you, man. He is like, like he sit down, loves sister-in-law. Oh. Her name is. Calpurnia Ewing. Calpurnia, I love it. It's beautiful. And she's almost 24, she says. And I feel like was at this point where, um, maybe, is it when she came in here, I swear, was it like Teresa came in and said, Mrs. Ewing is here? And JR was like, why would Sue Ellen be here? That's and she's right, like, that's right, that's right. not that Mrs. Yes. Ewing. And then Callie comes in. I'm like, that was, the, that, it was that moment. I want to see the episode where... Teresa and the other staff are just mm-hmm. sitting around waiting for everybody to finish their breakfast. And then this lady comes in and is like, I'm Mrs. Ewing. And then she's like, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, who are you now? Excuse me, I have to announce you. You know what we need is an, I think we may have mentioned this before. Yeah. But an episode in the servant quarters mm-hmm. where they're talking about what is up with these moments? <laughs> because exactly. like, you know, they're exactly. like, JR did what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I mean, because you know, then they're like, okay, who's babysitting Christopher today? Who's babysitting John Ross right. today? Like, hey, we got to go do this. Do they have to go to school. Are we taking them or are their parents right, taking right, right. them? I don't know where their parents right. are. JR hasn't been here in like three weeks. 
Yeah, and, so, and Therese is like, I need to go to the store. Yeah. And then the other dude is like, you can't because nobody's here nobody's to watch, here to Christopher. watch Christopher. I can't do it. And, uh, you oh know. my God, I want this to be like like a series. Let's make a series. But Let's like, they also have their lives outside mm-hmm. of, and then they come in, they're like, ah, oh, now I got to deal with this Exactly, crap. exactly. Oh and they're God. like, they don't even understand. No. And no, they're taking no. home leftovers to their family. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they live there and then, you know... There could be a spoiler alert because I like what I'm going to say, but let's just say how things get touched on in the new Dallas reboot that happened way later. So I'm just going to say that. We'll leave it there. Okay. Can I go off on a tangent real quick before I forget about it? Yes. You you say I'm not allowed to look at fan pages Mm -hmm. of Dallas. And I don't. But there's an Instagram. I forget what it's called. It's like JR and Sue Ellen or something like that. And they had a clip of the newer show. When Larry Hegman passed away, mm-hmm. they had an episode of the show where Jr. passed away. So yeah. they were showing a clip from that, and I was watching it, and it was all sad. And then the actual Linda Gray responded, and she was like, I was crying through this mm-hmm. entire thing. Yeah. Like, how hard it was for her. She's like, this was the hardest thing for yeah. me to do and whatever, and I just wanted to put that up because... They are like, they were 100% besties in real yes. life. So and like, cute. I think to this day, actually, I feel like Mrs. Hagman recently passed. And apparently mm. Linda and her, like, she was taking care of her. Like, Linda Gray was taking care of Larry's wife. And they were just... They the, they used to talk all this. You'd see yeah. interviews about their relationship. That's so and cute. She was like, you know, they had literally the best relationship ever. Oh, I wish I could remember what that was because. Anyway, I'd up. like to find it on Super Couples Instagrams. <laughs> I just said that because <laughs> on Days of Our Lives, Bo and Hope just returned. So let's just um, put that as a okay. tangent. So talk about Super Couples. Okay. Okay, anyway, tangent okay. over. So anyway, okay. where are we? Let me see my... Um, okay, so she cut... Okay, so Miss Ellie now is showing Callie around the house. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is now where you live. Yes. And the boys come out of their bedroom, and they're like, Grandma, we're done with dinner. And she's all... So it was dinner. It wasn't breakfast. Mm-hmm. And she's all, I'll have Teresa pick up your trays. And I'm like, are these boys not allowed to leave the nursery? I think what are they eating in their room? Yeah, I think they wanted to eat in their room. Maybe they point. maybe they're like, we do not want to hear about oil. These people mm, never stop talking be. about oil. And we and, don't like the drama and the tension. And I think later, because actually John Ross starts to have issue with Callie being around. Yes. Because he wants his parents together. Yes. And so he for sure doesn't actually even come for dinner because he I want to eat in my room. Yeah. I'm not eating with her her yeah he's kind of like angry little boy about it so he um he is really a jerk face to her but you have to i mean his dad just showed up with this lady Mm -hmm. and he has no idea what's going on and the whole time he just thought like why aren't my parents together and everybody wants their parents together so um even though he had already you know earlier in the season asked his mom why he shot why she shot his dad so um, here's so yeah he doesn't like having a new stepmom though and he's not all about it. So Lucy gives Callie a makeover. She's so excited mm-hmm. because Callie is like younger than Lucy. Yeah. And then I'm thinking to myself, so she's ushered to her own room. She's taken to the mall and given new clothes. Can I not accidentally marry a Ewing? Right. She doesn't even have to see him. He doesn't even want to see her. This is the life. This sounds great. Yeah. There's a pool. There's staff. 
She could be best friends with Teresa if yeah. she wants to. She starts painting out on that balcony right? that oversees the pool. Yeah, she's like, I have hobbies. She's, I mean, she's all about it. And, and she has no idea, though, because she came from this small town and she's so used to tradition. Yeah. But I mean, you can get used to that. Yeah. I mean, be like, hey. I'd be totally fine with it. Yeah. Totally fine. So now it's time for the Oil Baron's Ball. Oh, true. We always love the Oil Baron's Ball. And by the way, is this where is this where Sue Ellen meets the new Mrs. Ewing? Yes. I believe so. And then she punches JR in the face. Of course. And then things go on as usual. So Cliff shows up with Bobby's ex-girlfriend, Tammy, because we have to bring her out again, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby takes Tracy, the pool hustler. Yes. And JR takes April. Yep. Instead of his wife, and she's wearing like a fox stole and like a headdress from an old from west the 20s. brothel. <laughs> I think I said you, you sent it to me. You're like, okay, I'm watching this. What is April wearing? What is she wearing? And I was wearing? like, mm, yep, I just saw that a little while ago. I was like, I have no yeah. idea. And Callie goes with like Clayton and Sue Ellen because she's like, I'm not gonna go, and they're like, you should go. And yeah, then you're Mrs. Jr. You yeah, Come and Jr. is like, oh look, she's also pretty. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and again, he's he's still Jr. So yeah. he's crazy, but yeah, she brings, and then that's when Sue Ellen meets her and tries to give her some advice. And oh, by the way, in the background of all this, Sue Ellen is now meeting with some like movie, thinking about buying a movie studio, and yes. that's a little foreshadowing of some things to come. Yes, 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 which is way off the cuff. Like yes. this doesn't make any sense. Uh, and McKay is announced as the head of West Star, mm-hmm. and Jr. is mad because now everyone's pals with. McKay, even though he tried to kill them. And right. I don't understand. JR doesn't understand. It just doesn't make any sense. No. All of that stuff still was so bizarre, and we get it because, well, and again, McKay's biggest thing is he's still, his daughter is still his number one focus. So then when he found out she was with Bobby, it was more important, and he ended up screwing Jeremy Wendell over. So, like, then it seems as if he's a nice guy, but he's really not. He's really we not, though. Later, he's not really at all. So then we have a scene where poor Christopher invites Callie down to eat dinner with him because nobody else is home. And mm-hmm. he's in a suit mm-hmm. eating dinner. And Callie asks him about his mom. And he says, she divorced us. I used to miss her, but I don't anymore. His whole situation what? is so sad. I can't even with Christopher. I feel so bad for him. This poor child. And yeah, yeah, everybody's he, just like, we got business. We got to go. Yep. Yeah. And he befriends Callie. He was like the only one who was really like, oh, hey, how you doing? And, you yeah. know, John Ross doesn't like her because he's trying not, he doesn't want a new mom. Right. And he's resistant. And yeah. I used to not like April, but I'm really liking her mm-hmm. more and I'm rooting for her. And yeah. she and Cliff, I think, make cute BFFs. Yeah. Like, not yeah. a cute couple, but, like, as yeah. BFFs, they're really cute. BFFs, for sure. Yeah, that is true. I, like, I, same thing, like, when she first came on, it was, like, this big thing, and then, you know, she, you get used to her. And, she just didn't fit when she was new. And I knew where things were going yeah. already, so I was kind of, like, I couldn't remember. But, yeah, you start to, like, she starts to get better, and um, we talked about the whole Joseph Lombardi, which was Nicholas's father, finding JR. And, and I still wonder why this family has zero security. Right. What kind of oil tycoon bajillionaire family has uh-huh. zero security? Yeah, because Jared just gets kidnapped at like a valet parking situation. Yeah, they're like, he hey, guy, get in this car. Put my gun in your ribs. Here, get uh, in the car. Okay, here we go. But um, that doesn't even really pan out to anything. No, and I think he just, con- he convinces him. And you know what? Sue Ellen actually saves him. 
That's right. Because she convinces this family uh, that he that it was an accident. Because yeah. Sue Ellen's got her own she brand sure of justice that she will like to impart mm. on Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she does need him around to see the end. Because this is when she meets Don Lockwood, who uh, is going to write. Her uncomplimentary movie, which I love how that said, about J.R. Don Lockwood is played by Ian McShane, who BBC TV fans know as Lovejoy. He was on the series Lovejoy, oh, which my nice. mom used to watch, so I did recognize him. And Sue Ellen, so he's writing a movie about her life. He's read all of her diaries because the Ewings like to keep diaries. Everybody does. Why not? And then she tells him she wishes that she could get Danny DeVito to play JR. <laughs> um, like, I bet she could, though. I'm like, right? that's kind of the thing he would do. He would totally do that. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's all, she wants to embarrass him. And it's funny how she, it says, like, how she enlists Lucy's help, but it was kind of like, well, I need your stories, too. Because, I mean, Lucy grew yeah. up with JR, too. So she would have been in the house as a young kid. Yes. And she probably saw way more than she let on ever. And, um, and we need to get her and, and Suella knows that Lucy doesn't like JR, so yes. she enlists her help for sure. Um, I feel like right before this happened, though, Suella and McKay were getting cozy. Like, they had a moment where I was like... Ew. They, I, I feel like they went out somewhere together or whatever, mm. and I was like, this is like Clayton. Like, yeah. maybe a psychologist can tell us why she's always looking for, like, the white-haired daddy. Mm-hmm. And it's really creepy. But then it doesn't go anywhere because she eats. She eats? Eats? Because she meets Ian McShane. Yeah. You're right. I think Sue Ellen, though, always looked for the guys, though, that were more going to be the gentlemen who treated mm-hmm. her. Because, you know, way, 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 way early on, she had a moment with Bobby and was like, why couldn't I have met this Ewing mm. brother first? It was very... You know, she always wanted the guy who was going to treat her yeah. like she deserved to be treated. And all of these other guys in her life ended up doing that besides JR. So she... That's probably why she looked for people like that, for sure. Because oh, JR is just a jerk. He's gross. Um, oh, and this is when our favorite person, Tommy, arrives. He yes, he gets out of prison. And I was expecting prison. someone much tougher looking than this guy. And it's uh, J. Eddie Peck. And he is... A wiener. Well, we, <laughs> Not we the talked actor, about sorry, him. the character. Yeah, no, he was on an episode of uh, Murder, She Wrote. I remember us talking about That's that. Funny. And um, And I think I mentioned at that time he had been on Days of Our Lives as a character named Hawk Hawkinson. uh so i remember him but he's very spastic well apparently he's like on cocaine so who knows um but he is carter's son and uh, he wears a leather jacket that's how we know he's tough wears a leather jacket he doesn't really look tough other than that and he's definitely he's trying to tell everyone that he's clean and he's not he's already like smuggling drugs in Mm, yeah um he can't get his own license to do trade quote-unquote trade so tracy just offers up her name not knowing that he's going to be trading drugs right just like you just got out of prison you're not able to get uh loans for anything yes i'll help you yeah he's insane even though our family is completely dysfunctional yeah we i just made up with our dad so i guess we'll go with this and at this point too i think that's when jr is kind of like 
kind of okay with Cliff being at Ewing Oil, and there's but that's like what can he do weird. about it? Yeah, he's got his own. But that's problems. when Bobby agrees to let Jr. come back into the oil side because he let him and he let Jr. come back, but not to do anything with oil. Um, but then he finally does let him kind of come in. The reason John Ross finally is okay with Callie is because she saves him from drowning in the pool. Girl, I put this scene on our TikTok. Okay, John Ross is running around the pool, and Callie's upstairs. You know how they have the balcony? The balcony that oversees yeah. the pool. And so Callie's like, knock it off, stop running. And he, she, he's all, you're not my mom. And then he falls in the pool, but he's like pulled into the pool. He... Isn't he playing basketball or something? He's like he's dribbling doing or doing something. something. And then all of a sudden he slips and he falls down and then he gets sucked into the pool. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you have got to go on TikTok. The comments on this video, somebody said an entity dragged him in. And then another comment. <laughs> That's so true. Another comment said he got pulled in by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> You've got to watch it. It is the worst event it's I've so ever fake, seen. It's, it's so like, bad. They, I think what their plan was is that he like slid on the water right, into right, the right, pool, right. but no. he legit falls like bluntly right and at him gets sucked in. Yeah, and then he slides. He slides into the pool. It's as if somebody grabbed his feet. And oh my he god! Didn't see, and that's the greatest oh, he thing. He did get sucked in by the Holy Ghost. That's hilarious. <laughs> um. So Callie jumps over the railing. Mm-hmm. Into the pool. Yeah. Which, by the way, I mean, we need to go to South Fork and stay there and see if we can jump from that balcony. Right? We're going to go pool. there and we're going to be like, excuse yeah. me, do you mind if we go out on this balcony? I'm gonna go down and then here. is it all right if we jump in the pool? I'm going to go slip down here on the water and she's going to need to save You know me what? A hundred percent. I bet you that they're prepared for that. Yeah, I bet. They're, they're like, yeah. They're ma'am. like, ma'am, you cannot jump. There's probably a sign on the There's probably a says, sign. Do not jump into the pool. You cannot make Due it. Due to episode in season 12 <laughs> number, whatever, they're going to Because be like, the arc. Like, you can yeah. see the arc has to be, like, drastic. Yeah. And I but swear it right wasn't there. like... I the th- pool's not I right there. I swear they just did that for that episode, too. Because Amazing. Or when... Who else... Kristen, Kristen, right, fell in the pool way back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, Or ended up in the pool or something. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go out there and have, like, measuring tapes we are. and stuff. And they, just be we're like... We're going to be like, these ladies are crazy. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, it's the TV but, tangents ladies. But John Ross gets rescued, and then he's all like, Yeah, oh, he's like, you're my mom are now. Are you just going to tell my dad that you rescued me? And she's like, no, that's up she's to like, you. She's like... I'm not, I'm a cool mom. I'm yeah. not a regular mom. She's like, whatever. And so he ends up then like warming to Callie. Yeah, and he's like, okay, whatever. You're not trying to kill me. So then in episode 15, Bobby and Cliff take their ladies to a new nightclub. But they're not, they're not together. Like they take their ladies separately and then they see each other there. And then this is where Sue Ellen and McKay show up together. So and weird. I really hate it. And also, side note, one of the dancers in this episode is Vivian Pressman from Dirty Dancing, whose real name is Miranda Garrison. Miranda Garrison. We mentioned her recently in our Murder, She Wrote episode where she appeared as a dancer in an episode. You had that noted, didn't you? The lady Did you see who her? is pro dancer, I swear, is Johnny's married girlfriend from Dirty Dancing. Is <laughs> it is. Note. It is. I saw her, too. I was like, and that's then I, Vivian. And I Googled it, and it said... It doesn't show in her filmography, uh-huh. but it says she was on Dallas in 1990. Yes. And yes. I was like, 
Yes. And I feel like I just had deja vu because I swear we talked about that before. But did we talk about her during Murder, She Wrote? Murder, She Wrote. Yes, she was in an episode of Murder, She Wrote. When where I just... she, was a dance, she was a dancer in the episode where somebody was killed in a okay. production or whatever. Because when I just read my notes before I came to your house today, I was like, am I on the wrong season nope, in Dallas? Nope. Did we already talk about that? And just as you started talking, I was like... This is deja vu. We've talked about it this was the before. It was the Murder, She Wrote episode with Gavin McLeod. She oh, was in that one. Oh, okay. Now okay. I'm remembering. Anyway. So, yes. Tangent again. You guys, we watch too much TV. We do watch too much we TV. We watch so much TV that we're like, hey, there's our old friend, like, Miranda Garrison. We know her. Yeah. I swear if we ran into anybody on TV in mm-hmm. real life, we'd be like, I know you. I know you. You were on this episode of this show, this episode And you of this probably show. know me. Because obviously I'm so familiar with your work. They'll be like, what? I don't even remember being on that show. (laughs) Right? So Tommy is trying to mac on every woman he sees. He's Mm -hmm. just like throwing his net out there. Side note, again, my child told me that the term that the Gen Z use Mm -hmm. for macking. Like, you know, I'm I'm saying macking as a Gen Xer, which Mm -hmm. means like trying to get with the ladies. Mm -hmm. The new term for the Gen Z kids is riz. Riz? They're rizzing on them because it's like charisma. It's like short for charisma. This all came up because I was listening to Return of the Mac and I was telling my daughter, I was like, do you know what that means? And she was like, nah. And I said, okay, it's this. And she was like, you mean like riz? And I was like... Like, I don't know if I mean that. This generation gap is so large. That is. (laughs) Rizzing. Okay, good to know. Rizzing. Interesting. He's rizzing. Tommy's rizzing on all the women. Uh And he's the worst, and I hate him, and I want to get rid of him. He's just gross. I, Sorry, I just was like, I, okay. I have no words for how I know. awful he, he is. It's like Tracy's worried about him, too. So, again, she wants to see the good in him. Um, and April is the one that he starts to kind of mack on at the time. And Bobby's already suspicious of this guy, and he's just like, oh, this guy's kind of crazy. Um, and at this point, this is also when Miss Ellie is demanding of JR that he either accept Callie mm-hmm. or... Let her go mm-hmm. and divorce her. Um, I mean, either way, give her a good settlement. Yeah. And <laughs> based on, um, well, let's just say that the, that, that the Mrs. Ewings got together and Sue Ellen probably gave her a little bit of advice on how to deal with JR. Uh, Hence so, the next plot yeah, point. Callie tells JR that she's having his baby. And he's so excited. And they... He's like, but oh, she's now gonna we should leave. get married. She's going to yeah. leave South Fork because he doesn't want to be her husband. Exactly. So she's going to leave and she's going to raise her baby up right in whatever town she's from. Which we still don't remember yeah. the name of. And he's like, nah, I got another Ewing heir coming. All right, great. Let's get married for reals at South Fork in front of all my family. I love the decorations at their wedding. It's very mm-hmm. classy. They have balloons with their names on them. Yeah. And I like how it was, like, with storm clouds overhead, and they had, like, the fake thunder mm-hmm. sounds that you could hear, which is kind of funny. And, of course, Sue Ellen has Don escort her here so yes. she can... And she wants him to see South Fork because he's writing this movie about her of life. Of course. Um, and she's all, oh, so there's a tornado, so everybody has yeah. to stay. And she's all, Don, you can stay in my room with me. And he's like, no, thanks. Yeah. He's like, I better not. I'm good. Yeah. 
Not sleep and on everybody couch. has to stay there, and it's very bizarre. And uh, the most bizarre is again Tommy's behavior. <gasps> so Tommy, I don't want to relive it. Gets into a bed in the room that April is staying in, and he's all just like, I feel naked like it's in Jr's room, or not Jr's, John Ross. Uh, John Ross's room. room. Yeah, it's a child's room. Definitely a little bed. It was so it was like room. one of the kids. Because you're right, the kids are having like a little camp yeah. out in the living room. So he is in, yeah, a little boy's bed naked waiting for her. And she's kind of like, hey, this is way too much and way too fast. She's way too nice to him. And then he's kind of mad and like leaves. But he's like, I can't believe she rejected me. And you can tell he's a little crazy already. Mm, like mm -hmm. as far as that, we already knew he was crazy drug wise, but he's a little crazy like that way. So I was like, yeah, Whoa. didn't like that at all. Tracy and Lucy have a slumber party. And they're wearing like tiny nightgowns, mm -hmm. like women do when right. they sleep. They're shorty, shorty nightgowns, like Mary Tyler yeah. Moore said. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever tried to sleep in one of those? You just uh, fall no. out everywhere. Right. I no. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like, why. I'm like, why would anybody? Do so that? uncomfortable. Yeah. No. But you know, we have to see it. Exactly. And then on the wedding night, Callie tells Jr. that she's not pregnant, and that she and Sue Ellen got Sue Ellen's doctor. To lie to Jr. about mm -hmm. it, but he's not mad. Yeah, he's kind of like, "Dang, she's a Ewing after all." Yeah, because he's like, like "How far along do you think you are?" And she's like, "Well, I'm hoping maybe like ten minutes." Oh my <laughs> god, ew! And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Girl. And so he realizes he's got a match. Mm -hmm. Oh, Callie. he's proud of her. Super funny. Oh man. So Suellen and Don are starting to get hot and heavy, and they mm -hmm. end up doing it on the bed on the fake South Fork set for the movie that she's making that hasn't even been written yet. No. So yeah. why is there a whole set? They do have, like, the whole... It's so funny to watch, like, when they make a... When you're watching a show, and then they're making a movie that's technically about the same show. Like, they have these movie sets, yeah. and it's like Suellen's life, and it's kind of funny. But, like, the actors show up, and they're doing, like, a scene, and I was like, who the hell are these people? Exactly. Oh, like, it's the fake ones. Auditioning fake Sue Ellens and JRs and such, and it's like, oh, my God, it gets all bizarre. And at one point, at one point, it's so real. Sue Ellen hears an actress talking, and she's talking, though, to Don. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I, you know, something about her finding out about us, and da 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 da, -da. And then she leaves, and Sue Ellen's all mad, and he starts laughing, and she's like, you're laughing at me? And he's like... You don't even recognize that's from your own life. Uh, right. That was she's she's auditioning to be you, and she's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that something was going on. Yeah. So this is where Bobby and Jr. get stuck in the elevator. Oh yeah, in the and, office and in the middle home. of the night. Yeah. And Bobby has a case of wine. That Ray that Ray sent him was it? Ray sent him from Possibly. Europe, I think. Yeah. yeah. And he won't share it with Jr. No. And Jr. Like, is like, he goes, Screw you. "This is my wine. This is the kind of thing I don't forget, Bobby." <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay, JR. So Bobby sells him, like, JR has $500 cash in his pocket. So Bobby sells him a bottle of wine for $500. And then he's like, but you can have the corkscrew for 1000 Yeah. So he has to write him an IOU. They have post-it notes. Oh, my in God. The, in their, how did they get post-it notes, I don't know. first of all? Probably in their And pocket. then they're just getting drunk in the elevator while they're stuck there. It was really cute. Which was, it was very funny. And it's always funny to see actors playing like they're drunk. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was hilarious. And they come to, like, an agreement that ends up being, like, um, 
that he lets JR kind of be like full partners and like especially in the Westar deal and in Ewing Oil. That was at the same time we were just talking about how crazy Tommy is when that's when he starts getting cocaines imported. Yes, um, with that weird dude. And he's proven over and over that he's a creep, but April's still giving him a chance. Yeah. Like, she... But he's also... He starts cahoots with JR and admits that he blames Carter for, like, his mom's death and stuff. And so he ends up being kind of like a spy for JR. I don't know. And at one point, I'm pretty sure he's wearing a wire at one point. He's, like, all crazy, so... I don't know. I just know that he comes to April's place Mm -hmm. to get money, and she Mm -hmm. won't give it to him, so he beats her up. And there, I'm just, I can't reconcile the April that is all weak and like believing Tommy and the April who owns businesses and has a lot of money. And she kind of like let him, I mean, he, he like showed up. Yeah. He just like burst in and acted all crazy. And by the way, at this point, Bobby and April have become friends again. Like she's over the fact that he had rejected her. So they're kind of like being friendly again. Um, so, yeah, then when Tommy shows up and does all this crap and, like, basically trashes her whole place and assaults her, um, when Bobby finds out... He shows up. He comes and then, yeah, and then he goes after Tommy. Yeah. he's like, yeah, that ain't gonna happen. And then instead of telling police about Tommy, Bobby goes to Ray's old house and beats Tommy up. Mm-hmm. So then Tommy skips town. And then... Tommy's sister and his dad are all mad at Bobby. They're like, damn yeah. it, Bobby. Because they feel like it's his fault that Tommy has run off. Now. Right. Like, Tommy didn't just get himself yeah. into this situation. Like, I could see Carter being all like, oh, you're not going to hurt my kids. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But at that point, they realize, Tracy and Bobby realize, like, they're at a stand. They're kind of like, yeah, this isn't really working. Yeah. And it was more like they couldn't spend time together. So there was, like, that weirdness. And then she... Tells Bobby, well, I'm... After Tommy runs away, Tracy's like, well, I need to go find him. So I'm leaving town. All right, bye. And Bobby's just... At that point, he's kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I'm Bobby Ewing. He, yeah, he didn't really care. I don't need he, your drama. He was like, okay, that's great. Um, and and our- it's it's weird because he was already kind of... I mean, you could kind of see where that was going anyway. I'm like, he's befriended April, and then, like, he was very protective of her. The Tracy thing, yeah, that was just so weird to me. I was like, that's kind of a weird... Yeah, I don't Plot know what that was about. Thing, yeah. I like April better. Much better. And now our friend Callie is taking speech lessons because she really mm-hmm. wants to be refined for JR. Mm-hmm. And so she has these cassettes. And Clayton says, like, she's she's repeating the cassettes and whatever. And Clayton is standing there and he goes, by George, she's got the hang of it. <laughs> oh. oh, Clayton. He Clayton. Just some... At this time, he's just needed some lines apparently right for his story yeah but he's not off. doing much yeah but at this point too um cliff sees in the paper that there's going to be mm. a performer mm-hmm. at the club mm-hmm. and her name is afton cooper and dun, if we dun, all dun. remember afton was several seasons back several seasons and they and he go, and he just shows up and then she like comes up and talks to him and then she's kind of like oh he's probably the same guy he's probably still obsessed with the Ewings and doesn't care as much about me and but they kind of chat and they kind of have like a little like nice you know very cordial meeting with each other because Cliff is really on the domestic path now mm-hmm. and Afton doesn't believe that. 
But we know because we've already established this plot. Mm-hmm. JR also is smitten with Callie now. Like, he's in love yeah. with Callie. He's kind of like, this is great. And they end up, uh, Bobby, JR, and Callie go to Austria. Yes. For, of course, oil deals and such. And, uh, and their honeymoon also. And the honeymoon, yeah. So they leave for Vienna. And Clayton goes missing from the ranch. Oh, that's right. Because now he needs his plot. Yeah. And he's found in a gully. And he has... Dun-dun-dun. Amnesia. amnesia. He was thrown from a horse. Yes. Yeah. Partially amnesia. I mean, partial, I don't know. He he remembers, like... He remembers before... Like, he remembers... Long before he was married, I think to it was Miselli. like he's missing twenty years. Yeah. About yeah, twenty years of his life. Yeah, he doesn't remember marrying Miss Ellie. I feel like didn't he think he was married to his first wife? He or like something? came up to South and he's like, "I'm sorry, ma'am, do I know you?" Yeah, and she was like, "What?" And then you know how Miss Ellie is. Yeah. Oh, Clayton! Oh, Clayton! She's all sad. Don't you know me, Clayton? <laughs> and yeah, he thinks. I mean, at one point, I think he goes to Southern Cross looking for his mm-hmm. old place, and he goes to. The kids up going to his former wife's grave yeah. site and all of that because he really doesn't remember anything. And he feels uncomfortable at South Fork yeah. with Miss Ellie. He's like, I don't really know you. I don't remember living here. This is very bizarre. Poor and Miss everyone's Ellie. Everyone's like trying to like help him out. And Miss Ellie's like just beside herself because she doesn't know what to do. So now Cliff goes to Afton's um, and is met with the housekeeper or nanny or somebody mm-hmm. who like drives him off. Finds out she has a daughter named Pamela Rebecca. Mm-hmm. But then there's this back and forth for the rest of the season. Is it his daughter? Is it not his daughter? Yeah. Like He's like, why'd you name her after my mom and my sister? Mm-hmm. If it's not my daughter. And she thought, I don't have to tell you anything, Cliff. Like, it's none of your business. Pretty much. None of your business at all. But spoiler, we do find out it's his daughter. He ends up, of course, hiring detectives. They find out where she was living. They find out, like, her ex that she was married to for a little while. And finds out that she got the test on Mm -hmm. the little kid of the genetic disorder that Cliff has. And so that's pretty much a giveaway if she had her tested for some rare condition that she knows that Cliff is the father. But Afton takes off, leaves town, because she had... She told them, if anybody comes Someone looking for this information, yeah. yep. let me know. And then she's, she's like, like, screw you, I'm he gone. he only wants me, she didn't want Cliff to be like, I just want you because this is my kid. Yeah. So she's like, I need him to want me for me. And then she finds out he went digging and he goes to see her. And they're like, she's gone. You screwed up. The end. That's so messed up. That whole thing is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So poor Jr. is plum tuckered out on his honeymoon in Vienna (laughs) because Callie is just insatiable. Yes, but then we think that he's up to his old ways because he meets with his old flame Vanessa. She just like shows up out of the blue. Yeah, it was like she was all mysterious. Mm -hmm. um, Oh well, we do have to mention that they get a mysterious. Bobby gets a mysterious letter that's signed "Meet me here, A." And he's all, oh, dun, dun, dun. Mm. And you, like, think whatever. So he goes to wherever it is. And it's April. Mm. And she meets them there, too. So now she's along for the ride. And also they've been befriended by some American couple. Callie has been. Who we find out is working for Carter McKay. Yeah, it's this all was weird. Yeah. And didn't really go anywhere. They were just spying and whatever. Yeah. And 
JR ends up introducing Callie to Vanessa, mm-hmm. proving that he really does love her and he's not going to be a dog anymore, although no. I don't believe that. No. But. He went to Vanessa's, like, hotel room and yeah. was like, to be honest, for the first time ever, I, you know, I'm with somebody and I'm not going to do that to her. Yeah. And I was like, what? Which, good for them. Like, you said you loved Sue Ellen that whole time and you just didn't care so whatever but Callie's still young and Sue Ellen was young once so mm-hmm. we know it's not gonna last forever yeah but Vanessa helps the both Bobby and JR out saying like hey this is a weird deal you need to uh ends up they end up having to go to like Russia right they have to go to Moscow to find the answers they need and she was able to like kind of tip them off to this mm-hmm. that's kind of how Vanessa got into that whole thing Yeah, there's a lot of on-location filming Mm -hmm. in this part of the season that is very different visually than the rest of the show. Yeah. It's cool. It's nice to see them in a different setting than just that fork. And they kind of went back and forth, and they... um, Because during that same time, like, Sue Ellen's trying to get John Ross to get to know Don. Because she's like... And Don mm. are now in a relationship, and he's kind of like, Yeah, I don't need another step parent. I just exactly. got used to the first one. So exactly. Like, hey. How many people are you going to make me meet, Mom? Yeah. He's like, I'm kind of done with this. Because um, and... she wants to move to England with Don. Mm-hmm. And so she sits down with John Ross and makes him decide if he wants to go with her or stay at South Fork. And she's making it seem like she's trying to be a good parent. But, like, he shouldn't have to decide between his whole life and right. his mom. Right. And in general. I mean, I, I just find it hard. She's going to go to Europe, and he's in Dallas, Texas. Right. So you'll visit, but that's a long way to but go like, to visit. So, and just go then. Like, right. if you're going to do it anyway, don't sit him down and yeah. be like, you have to make this decision. Yeah. Although I almost get it because she, again, she let him choose to live at South Fork when she had full custody. Yeah. So she thinks she's doing the right thing, but it is interesting. Mm. So that's going on and he's kind of like, okay, whatever. And of course he wants to stay. Um, but then we discover too, Miss Ellie has a little, Miss Ellie burns her hand on like some boiling water or something. <laughs> because the kids ran into the kitchen when she was, yes. she was like draining some pasta or something. I believe so. They ran into her. And yeah. then the boys were chasing each other and they do that. And then all of a sudden she's screaming because she's in pain. Clayton jumps up and he's like helping her. And then he's like, John Ross, go get the first aid kit. It's in the closet next to blah, blah, blah. Christopher, <laughs> do this. Call so-and-so. Call the doctor. And then Miss Ellie's like, Clayton, how did you know where the first aid kit was? Well, I've always known. And like all of a sudden, bam, uh, his memory's back. Yeah. So, an emergency. Get hit on the head or nothing. Yep. It was like, oh my God, an emergency. I, wrote, yeah. of course, remember everything. And now he's fine. Yeah. Good way to wrap it up at the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, now he doesn't have amnesia anymore. So that's always good. Um, We do have to say that, like, Bobby and April were trying to take things slow. And they were going to have kind of like, hey, we should start dating. Uh, But then whilst in Europe, you should got to do your thing, apparently. So they end up making love after the the Viennese ball that they went to. They had a lot of romantic scenes in Europe. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, the girls get to do a lot of shopping while the guys are off doing whatever else. Um, Sounds like my kind of life. I don't, I, I love I don't it. know what the problem is. And, uh, well, so then all four of them come back to Dallas. 
and they figured out i again i don't did we ever figure out what they did they figure out the deals we don't care it's all i, I don't know i don't know <laughs> like, like you man. said there was no cliffhanger it just ended and it felt like that they didn't it, yeah. think that they were coming back yeah they just left a few unanswered questions that weren't even that heavy like yeah who's stalking april because right. april was being stalked so now they're getting uns or she april's getting unsettling phone calls which First i all, assumed were carter mckay right well they're thinking uh, bobby thinks it's tommy and so she's getting him in her apartment. He moves her into South Fork because that's what you do. Yes. Everyone moves to South Fork. And then she's still getting them there. Right. Um, so yeah. Because yeah, Therese was... is like, there's a phone call for you, Miss April. And yeah. they're like. <sighs> so also, yeah. who sent a homemade card and a key to Jock? So that's the other thing. Thinking that, was that a, he's alive. A weird nothing that just happened at the very end. Uh, Miss Ellie gets a letter that's yeah. with a key in it and a note. And um, where's Afton? And so then Cliff runs off. I mean, he's trying to track down Afton. He finds out from maybe somebody that she might be in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Um. So he takes off. And my favorite part is, like, Sue Ellen Hayes comes to JR. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> like, you should come with me. I need to show yeah. you something. He's like, well, I don't have time for your crap. And she's like, well, no, let's go. You know, let's go do this. So he agrees to go. She shows him the movie. Mm-hmm. She shows him the Sue Ellen and JR movie. It's time. And he's like, Sue Ellen. What are you going to do with this? And he gets all mad. And she's just like, well. And he goes like, if you put that out, she starts to realize before he says any of this. Yeah. This would hurt Miss Ellie. This would hurt, you know, Jock's memory. Like, all these different things. And she's like, yeah. Well, just know that I have this. And then if you ever do anything or step out of line or cause me any problems, I could release it at any time and you would just never know. And that's exactly how, like, basically the end of it, it was like her walking away. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, why I didn't realize. I mean, I, I should have realized, and again, we talked about this earlier, that why there were uh, flashback scenes is because um, Sue Ellen leaves and this Linda Gray is leaving, you know, like the series or whatever. So it's kind of, I mean. She I, is? Well, I would just, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I, I don't remember, but I, I'm pretty sure that because this is. There's only two more seasons left. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. There, there may be times where she comes back, but this was like the for sure her, I'm pretty sure her leaving for the majority okay. of the time. So See, the, okay, so you know how dumb I am. That was a like, big spoiler alert when, on my part. No, it's fine. <laughs> She's it's like, fine Please. because when Pam left the series, I didn't even realize it until like four episodes in. And then you were like... like uh, I watched this episode and her car exploded. I mean, obviously she doesn't die. And I was like, oh, right? she does. Right. And then so. I was like, oh, she's not even on the show anymore. Yeah. It took me like four episodes to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. I think you, thing you like, told me. Victoria Principal is not in the credits anymore. And I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, toy. Um, so, yeah, this is, I, I yeah. I'm, they could have ended the series right here. And to here. be honest, I can't really remember, but I, I'm fairly certain this is, you know. But again, all the characters kind of possibly revisit but i think this is for sure sure her being like a main i mean i know we see her in this century right yeah right but i i haven't watched the rest of the series i don't know yet i didn't start on the next season but like yeah it could have ended right there none Mm -hmm. of these cliffhangers like none of these questions are really that important Mm -mm. so maybe they thought they weren't coming back maybe they weren't sure Mm -hmm. if they were coming back that's probably the case this is the 12th season and maybe at that point, 
um, during shows. You know, we don't really know what kind of happens with people, but maybe they had every season where they're like, well, let's kind of put it into a tidy bow just in case right. we decide not to come back. Um, although, the, you know, why, you know, then you're like, but they had this weird thing with, the, she gets this letter and a key and jock, you know, whatever. So it's like, okay. But yeah, for the most part, it could have been done and then they could have just been like, okay, bye-bye. So. True story. Because now I'm super excited actually to watch season 13, episode one. I know we're so I close. I can't remember. We're so close. We're at, we have two seasons two left. Two seasons left. And I've been, I haven't started the next season. So. I don't know what's going to happen. I know I I know there's characters that I haven't met yet because I know there's people that I recognize that have been on the show that I haven't seen yet. So mm-hmm. I don't look ahead and I don't look at the Facebook pages and I don't. Yeah, that's good though. I don't read ahead. I promise you guys. I'm <laughs> <sighs> And to be honest cuz where we're at now, I don't, other than, I mean, I know there's one key thing that I know that is going to happen with characters we already know. So I do know for something for sure that happens. Um, but otherwise, like, I really don't remember what's going to go on the next two seasons. So it's been so long since I watched it and it's, yeah, I'm just, I can't, I can't remember. So. Well, good. Be exciting for both of us. Exciting. Exciting <laughs> new stuff for both of us. Yeah. <sighs> That was a lot to get through. That, that was, was so a lot much. To get I felt like Sorry, when I was taking notes on this, I felt like, like, what do I have? Five pages mm-hmm. of notes here. I mean, granted, I brought them up to like twelve point. Yeah, you guys, I am so old school. I print out my notes. I can't read stuff on Me a computer. Too. Me too. I print everything out. I prefer paper. It's sad. I make notes. I type them into my phone yes. at times. And, and then I email them to myself. So, me too. And sometimes I write stuff down. And then I go through and I also like research some stuff because I was like, okay. And I'm like, hey, what did this happen? And I'll go through and look at like some episode recaps to help me remember. And then I'm like, oh, okay. That now mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. that part. Mm-hmm. But because I just get so into this show. Yes. Sometimes I forget to write things down. But also I'm a technological grandma. So, like, when I'm at work and people are like, can you just email me my records? I'm like, mm, can I just mail them to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, you. why That's would you too. do that? They're like, okay, <laughs> Why in the world would you do that? Do you want to pull from the cup? I do. You guys, if you're new to the show, which you might not be because this is season 12 of Dallas, mm-hmm. um, we have a friend's mug that used to be a hat. And we put all of your suggestions on little cards in little strips of paper in this mug and then we pull one out and then we have to do that show so, excited. so it's exciting and exhilarating and scary all at the same I feel like time it's been a minute since we did it's been a long time yeah. since we've done that because we have right. a lot to get through Here so natalie is pulling out of the out. friend's Russell cup Russell. right now okay, just one okay hold on drum roll colombo <laughs> i don't even know anything about colombo okay <laughs> You guys, this is a treat because my mom used to watch Columbo. She watched it. I think it was on reruns after Murder, She Wrote. Oh, okay. So I am aware of Columbo. Okay. But only in the background. Yeah. This is going to literally be a whole brand new thing for me. Oh, you guys. Thanks for suggesting Columbo. It's always exciting when we try to come up with new shows. You know, we come up with things that we're like, oh, this will be really fun. Yeah. Remember back in the day, I can't remember, you know, da 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 So when we get to see new stuff that we wouldn't think of, we get excited. Because sometimes you're pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, you had never seen MASH. No. And we watched MASH, 
Mm-hmm. And now we are like destroyed. I, I remember mentally destroyed yeah, by MASH. Yeah. And when the end of that happened, I remembered how much I missed them. And I'm not going to lie, it's on early mornings on May TV. Oh, and I no. watch it in the morning when I get up and I'm reading my emails. So, yeah. Yikes. Okay. So, Colombo is on Amazon Prime. Ooh. Perfect. And on Peacock. So, oh, good. I have both. Wait, wait. How many seasons is it? Let's see. Oh God, yeah. Let's find that out. You guys, you guys. This is. Don't say ten. It's ten. <laughs> God, is it really? <laughs> ten seasons. It's ten It'll seasons. Be fun. Okay. It's very, it's very murder. She wrote. Yes. Like it'll be. It'll be a breeze. Okay. It'll be it's more. Good. Is it more like that kind of a little bit? Of it's more a breeze. Of a, like okay, I like it. It's the it's the show my mom would watch when she was like vacuuming. Mm, you know, okay. like it was okay. on the TV and she'd be like I'm good cleaning with the house yeah. and which is kind of how I watched Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. We did it and then I got into it. I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. Dude, so. I'm telling you, the first season of Murder, She Wrote was captivating. Mm-hmm. It really was. Love All it. All right. Do you have anything else to say about Dallas season 12? I think so. I'm so excited to watch season 13, though. Like, oh, it's been a minute. So. Excited. All right. TV Tangents is hosted by Rebecca Marcus and Natalie Kotrick. Email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at tvtangents at gmail.com. Oh, we didn't say. Let's wrap it up. Oh, that's true. We didn't. Wrap it up. Nobody will notice. Okay.